Coming up on this edition of Out of the Blue from Middle Tennessee State University. April is Financial Literacy Month and we'll learn how the Jones College of Business is using the occasion to teach life skills to students. We explore a new digital tool that allows students to find true blue mentors through the MTSU Alumni Association. And we'll tell you about our nationally acclaimed Scholars Academy, which helps incoming freshmen become Blue Raiders by starting the semester early. I'm Andrew Ottman, and this is Out of the Blue. Welcome to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Ottman. Before we begin our episode, I want to remind our viewers that our university has made several changes in its operations in response to the COVID-19 virus. Our on-ground classes are now being taught through remote delivery. All university events have been canceled until further notice, and many of our services and offices have been scaled back as we have encouraged our employees to work from home. You can find the latest news and information on the university's response to COVID-19 on a new website, mtsu.edu coronavirus. Also, Out of the Blue is producing frequent web-only episodes on the people and preparations in place to help our students during this crisis. We call these shows Stay On Course, and they will premiere at noon on Tuesdays and Thursdays on the university's main Facebook page. Now, on with our show. April is Financial Literacy Month, and our Jones College of Business is using the occasion to teach vital life skills to our students. And joining me today is Dr. Ann Anderson, the Weatherford Chair of Finance in the Jennings A. Jones College of Business. Welcome to Out of the Blue. Thank you so much for having me. So we've got April coming up, and April is Financial Literacy Month. Walk me through what that means and what you've got in store. So to clarify, it's Financial Literacy Month throughout the nation, but the state of Tennessee last year actually passed legislation to specifically focus on the first week of April. Oh, fantastic. And this was driven by the Tennessee Bankers Association, and they recognized that financial literacy is something that we need to focus on, not only as college students, but throughout our entire lives and planning ahead. So as educators, we believe it's our job to help students prepare for the future, and so we want to talk to them about the importance of budgeting and saving and preparing for the future so that when they graduate from college, they're ready to go. Uh, the situation today has made that even more evident. Uh, we know that people are, are struggling with jobs, uh, unable to go to work, and so the idea of having emergency savings is part of this aspect of financial literacy. How much do I save? Where do I save it? How do I prepare for those unexpected events? And so financial literacy is about understanding your options and making educated decisions. And fantastic, and obviously we're, we're referencing the, the situation caused by the COVID-19 situation. Yeah. It is so wonderful when I hear the university talking about life skills training and delivering these type of skills to students, I think is really valuable in getting them prepared for the real world. So what are some of the things that you'll be honing in on and reinforcing some tips and, and tools. Some of it's the basics of just helping them understand that life is not easy and, mm -hmm. it, and it's expensive. So I just ran through an exercise a few weeks ago with some youth and kind of went through the normal expenses of a household. 
and I just listed them. I, and I had them throw out, you know, what do you pay for? You pay for rent or you pay for your house, you pay for your food. And I went and I collected average values for those and I threw them up on the board and then I put a total. And their eyes got big and I said, now guess what your average pay is? And so just helping mm -hmm. students kind of get that picture so that when they graduate and get a job, they mm -hmm. don't go, oh, I have a paycheck and go spend. No, you need to prepare and plan ahead and also do your research and make sure that you're living within your means so that when times arise, you're ready. When you're given opportunities to give this kind of life advice, I know you spoke about this in a broad way, but what's, what's your go-to point? Your number one, two, or three thing that you tell somebody saying, how do I get financially literate? What, what should I do first? Thing number one is you actually have to have a desire to track what you spend. And so you can't really plan a budget till you know what you spend. So part of it is understanding where that money is going. And that takes effort, but if you do it for a few weeks, you realize, okay, I'm spending a lot of money on that, and I didn't realize. A great example at a college university is coffee, right? You, <laughs> right. Get, you just talk to a student and say, how much did you pay for that coffee today? And how many you're gonna drink today? Two, okay, so 10 bucks. You do that every day, five days a week, 50. Okay, mm. 50 weeks a year. You're spending a lot of money on coffee and they get like, it connects, right? Mm -hmm. And so giving them real examples that they can actually go back and say, wow, I didn't realize it was that much. Because it doesn't seem that much when you pay it once. But when you take in how many you paid it over time, it, it gets big. So number one is actually track. Number two is do your research. Uh, know what you're spending and if there's a cheaper option down the road. This is gonna be really important in today's environment where interest rates are very low. It's gonna be very tempting to go borrow money, but you wanna read the fine print. Because interest rates are low now, but you get sucked into an adjustable rate mortgage, those rates are going to go up very quickly at some point again, and you're going to get in a bind. So educate yourself. Do your research. And I think the third thing is don't be afraid to ask questions. Mm. Make sure you know what you're getting into. And if someone guarantees you something, you probably should walk away because returns aren't guaranteed. Mm -hmm. And I think lastly is don't be reactive. If we go back to the financial crisis of 2008, many people panicked when the market was going down. They pulled their money out. We just had 10 years of prosperity. And people that pulled their money out in 2008 are thinking, wow, I could have, I could have done okay. You need to step back and, and make rational decisions with well thought out process. Fantastic advice. And, and it really underscores the fact that you and I have seen some of these things before. This is unprecedented times, no doubt. Unprecedented. But, but truly, we've seen times where things have been on the roller coaster down and up. So, uh, how many touch points do you have in, in, in sharing your advice and mentoring? I know this month and this week are fantastic opportunities, but um, it sounds like you've got several touch points with students where you're able to share this advice. I think here at the university, I'm especially seeing it with seniors getting ready to graduate. You know, this is, this is new for them. And so, you know, we, we need to remind them that 10, 12 years ago, the graduating seniors were going out in the financial crisis and they got employed. It takes a little bit more effort, but you just gotta kinda work through it. So, so I think anytime you can help a student understand that they're looking at the future and be forward looking, you can help them out. Obviously, we've moved to a um, remote delivery of instruction. Uh, so much of the university is now just doing business in a different way. How are you going to carry forward with the messages that you're hoping to take uh, out to the public in April? How are you gonna reach folks? Um, what are the tools and tactics that you're gonna employ? Being willing to talk about current events and actually post articles that they can relate to. Uh, just yesterday, I pulled off five articles that had to do with you know store shelves being empty and how this is impacting companies. I'm teaching financial statement analysis. We're not gonna see the effects of 
this quarter and the financial statements this quarter. Mm -hmm. But when we look at the ones for the second and third quarter, we're going to see them reporting how this is going to affect and understanding how everything happening now matters. And there's going to be a rebalancing based upon There's going to be rebalancing, demands. marking demands. We're going to have help from our government in different ways. So it, and I think the key to understand is it's not going to be a switch where everything goes back to normal. It's going to take a while to get to that point and being prepared to do so. And financial literacy is part of that. So before, before we, we wrap up, uh, the, the Weatherford Chair of, of Finance, talk to me about that. It's a great honor having you in that position. Tell me what you tr strive to accomplish in that chair. So one of the things that I've done is I, I'm trying to use it to reach out to the community and to businesses in the community. So I've only been here since August 2018. And what I've done over the last two years is I've, I've reached out to companies to try to set up internships and jobs and working with Tennessee Bankers Association, but really trying to market our students at the same time helping them find ways to use our students in different opportunities. So it's really a partnership. I, I view my job as being a bridge between the community and MTSU. So I do my job here with the students, but then my job is to go out and build relationships so the employers come back and hire our students. Another great resource from the Jones College of Business. Dr. Anderson, thank you so much for all you're doing, but also sharing your time with us on Out of the Blue. Thank you for having me. We'll be right back. Your MTSU Alumni Association has a goal of placing this pin on the lapel of all those who call this campus theirs. Let's pass that tradition on. Let's pass it on. You know you gotta climb True Blue, as a member of this diverse community. I am a valuable contributor to its progress and its success. I am engaged in the life of this community. I am a recipient and a giver. I'm a listener and a speaker. I am honest in word and deed. I am committed to reason, not violence. I am a learner. Now and forever. I am a Blue Raider. I am a Blue Raider. I'm a Blue Raider. True Blue. Pass the tradition on. Pass the tradition on. Pass it on! Do you want the advantages of a major university with the Ivy League experience of an honors college? What you're looking for is right in front of you. Middle Tennessee State University's beautiful campus is home to over 140 majors taught in state-of-the-art facilities. Our undergraduates get hands-on experience, working alongside a highly respected and caring faculty. Take a closer look. Become True Blue. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Oppmann. Our MTSU Alumni Association has over 130,000 members throughout Tennessee, the nation, and even the world. That's a powerful network. The association has launched a new digital tool, MTSU Connect, to help our students tap into that network. Students seeking mentors can find willing alums through this great service. Joining us to talk about this is Blair Burglar. She is the Assistant Director of Alumni Relations at the University. Blair, welcome to the show. Thank you. <laughs> so, this is really great 
to talk about all these outreach services that the Alumni Association is doing. We want to talk about first MT Connect because this is really a wonderful opportunity for our students who are getting ready to enter into the job market to take advantage of the great resources of our alums. Can you talk about this? How, how do I join? Where do I find it? What yeah, can I do for you? Yeah, for sure. So MTSU Connect is a new online community. It's a place where uh, all of our MTSU alums, students, faculty, and staff can connect, can share experiences, share career advice, and job opportunities. And so our alums uh, have been invited to join. Earlier in the year, they were sent individual personalized emails soliciting their help and uh, providing feedback and insight to students. And faculty and staff are now also welcome to join. And just recently, we launched to students. We wanted to have enough alumni and faculty staff mentors on the platform to serve our students. And so students were invited to join. They got emails at their MT email. And if they missed them or they're looking for more information, they can find uh, the link to log in and sign up at mtalumni.com slash mtsuconnect. Fantastic. So obviously this is, this is being done as a value service for our young alums coming into the association. Mm -hmm. Right, and to really kind of show that you are a resource for them as well, correct? Yes, for sure. It's a great way for them to leverage uh, their Blue Raider network. So, you know, we talk a lot nowadays, it's not necessarily what you know, but also who you know, and just sometimes you need that help getting your foot in the door. So, for example, if a student is looking for a job in San Francisco, they can get on the site and look for alumni that are currently working in San Francisco in their preferred field or um, at a company that maybe they're interested in. And they can send them a message, a direct message through the platform and say, hi, you know, I'm a student at MTSU, I'm studying X, Y, and Z, and I'm interested in you and your company, and I would love to hear about how you made the transition from Middle Tennessee to San Francisco. Another great resource that they can use is they can uh, set up a phone call or a one-on-one -on -one video chat. And all of that is done through the platform and it protects your personal contact information. So it's a, just a great opportunity for them if they're in any sort of transition. And then a gr another great resource for them is a discussion board. So maybe they don't wanna reach out to one specific alum, but they wanna hear from a number of alums or faculty members. They can post a, a question on the discussion board and get feedback from all of the thousands of people that are a part of the community. That's terrific. You know, in, in many ways, what's great about this tool is that uh, it is so high tech and so accessible that I can I can act I can I can literally tap into it quickly and easily and and effectively reach folks that maybe I wouldn't have ever seen or yeah. known about before, right? Yeah, and the the other aspect, you know, from an alumni standpoint, if you aren't living here in Middle Tennessee, sometimes there aren't opportunities for you to connect and to serve and to give back to your alma mater. And so this is a great opportunity for alumni worldwide mm -hmm. to help cultivate the future future generations and help you know, we want to support our students and make sure that they succeed. And so this is a great opportunity for alumni to do that. So, okay, I'm an alum or I'm a student. How do I find this tool? Mm -hmm. How do I get involved? Uh, if you've missed the emails, and we'll, we're constantly sending emails out from the platform, they come directly from MTSU Connect, and it's a MTSU Connect at mtsu.edu email address. But if they've missed that, just visit the Alumni Association website. It's, it's mtalumni.com slash MTSU Connect. 
So, and there's probably a button from the, the, the homepage to get me to that too. Well, you know, we've been talking about new tools and technology and given the, uh, the COVID-19 situation where we're altering a lot of our face-to-face um, -face contact and moving to events that are really more remote delivery, you've been doing some webinars that I know that are already archived that are mm -hmm. fantastic. Talk about this outreach of the Alumni Association, what you're offering through those. Yeah, so we've learned in serving and doing one-on-one -on -one interviews and uh, informational interviews with our alums that they're interested in career services and they want some professional development help. And the best and easiest way for us to serve them in that capacity is to provide a virtual experience. You know, so we've been doing over the last, I would say a little bit more than a year and a half, we've been having regular webinars. We do them during the lunch hour. We actually live broadcast them here on campus. Mm -hmm. And we have alumni or faculty staff members that are experts in a certain field. And we're just showcasing their expertise and sharing that information. We have an archive of all of our webinars at mtalumni.com com slash webinars mm -hmm. um, and you can find all of the <laughs> webinars from the past and what's great is it not only does it have the recording of the webinars but it also has all the supplemental materials including like the PowerPoint presentation. I'm really encouraged by this as an alum. I think the character and nature of alumni events are starting to change with the times and you know back in the early early days since I'm an old, old guy I, it was so much about you know, how many people can I gather in one place yeah. and now what you're doing is trying to bring the strength of the alumni association through a variety of different new tools to where I can control when I see it when I get at it and what I want from it, right? Yeah, 100%. I mean, if you're not available to participate with the live webinars, you can watch the recording. And then also in talking about your availability and control, MTSU Connect, actually from a user standpoint, when you join the community, you can set your availability preferences. So you have lots of control and you can log in and you can change all of that. So 100%. Puts the power in my hands. Yes. That's great. And I, and I can't let you go without talking about the importance of making sure that we know who our alums are yes. and that you have their mailing address and contact information. How do I go about making sure that I'm in your, I'm on your radar, I'm in your books? Yes, 100%. We don't know where everyone lives unless you tell us or where you're working unless you tell us. So please visit our website, mtalumni.com and update your contact information. And what happens is, you know, we've been talking about virtual events, but if we're doing something in a specific location, we will send emails to people in those zip codes. So Ge if we don't have, right? so if we don't have an updated mailing address for you, you might be getting information about events in Murfreesboro, but you moved to Atlanta, but we don't know. And you so know. we would only send you things about, you know, events in Atlanta. Um, and so it just makes sense to update that. Our alumni association is awesome. You do fantastic you. work. And Blair, thank you for coming on the show and sharing all these wonderful things the alumni association is doing. You're doing so many things the right way. And thanks for coming on Out of the Blue. Tell us all about it. Thank you so much. We really appreciate the opportunity. We'll be right back. Your MTSU Alumni Association has a goal of placing this pin on the lapel of all those who call this campus theirs. Let's pass that tradition on. Let's pass it on. You know you gotta climb
true blue as a member of this diverse community. I am a valuable contributor to its progress and its success. I am engaged in the life of this community. I am a recipient and a giver. I'm a listener and a speaker. I am honest in word and deed. I am committed to reason, not violence. I am a learner. Now and forever. I am a Blue Raider. I am a Blue Raider. I'm a Blue Raider. True Blue. Pass the tradition on. Pass the tradition on. Pass it on! Do you want the advantages of a major university with the Ivy League experience of an honors college? What you're looking for is right in front of you. Middle Tennessee State University's beautiful campus is home to over 140 majors taught in state-of-the-art facilities. Our undergraduates get hands-on experience, working alongside a highly respected and caring faculty. Take a closer look. Become True Blue. I am True Blue as a member of this diverse community. I am a valuable contributor to its progress and its success. I am engaged in the life of this community. I am a recipient and a giver. I'm a listener and a speaker. I am honest in word and deed. I am committed to reason, not violence. I am a learner. Now and forever. I am a Blue Raider. I am a Blue Raider. I'm a Blue Raider. True Blue. Welcome back to Out of the Blue. I'm Andrew Oppmann. MTSU is devoted to student success and it shows in so many ways. But one of the best examples is our annual Scholars Academy for incoming students at the start of the fall semester. The Scholars Academy gives new students a head start on getting comfortable on campus, learning about the university, and making friends. Joining us to tell us all about it is Berlinda Johnson and Travis Stratton from the Office of Student Success. Welcome to you both on Out of the Blue. Thank, Thank you for, for having us. I'm a huge fan of the Scholars Academy. I think that when we tell the, the success story of this university, one of the great pride points is the work that your organization has done in this regards. So let's take it down to the very beginning. Travis, let's talk about what is Scholars Academy? I'm a prospective parent. What, why should I even think about this? So uh, the Scholars Academy program um, was initially started back in 2005 uh, as a program for underrepresented students graduating high school interested in careers in STEM. Um, and so it was a bridge program helping them to acclimate to the university itself um, and also giving them the resources that they'll need in order to survive not just their first semester, but their four or five years, however long it takes them to get out of the institution. Fantastic. And it's got such a great success story. Berlinda, can you talk a little bit about that? You've, you've seen the program grow. You're the manager of the program. And you've now seen academy graduates or academy attendees reach their ultimate goal, which is graduate this university. How does that feel? Oh, it's so great. So the program, as Travis said, started as a bridge, and then we have moved it to an early arrival program. And we started with 150 students. It grew to 250 and then to 350. And our largest cohort was in 2018 before we changed the programming um, to be a little bit smaller was a 450 students. So these students 
meet their best friends. We had couples that got married last summer that met in Scholars Academy. Yes. Oh, wow. They're still (laughs) friends with the faculty from the university seminar that they meet. I mean, these people build such strong relationships that they continue, as you said, not just in that first semester, but into their entire life. You know, we we had a great intersection with the Scholars Academy at the start of this year where you came out and helped us launch the Blue Zoo. And what what I loved about that experience was that they were already they were already true blue. They were they 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 were so enthusiastic because they were already a part of the university community. So, Travis, that that is really one of the selling points, right? You come a little bit early. That's one of the the huge selling points. It allows a first-year student um, to really decompress, get all the anxieties out, um, learn the campus, right? Learn about the culture of the campus, get to meet early your uh, faculty that's in in your area of interest, and you get to learn and collaborate with other first-year students who not only come from the state of Tennessee, but surrounding states. Um, And so it's a really good introduction for them before the start of their first semester. Berlinda, we talked about the Scholars Academy originally started and still does serve at-risk populations. Mm -hmm. But what I've seen from my outsider's view is you're attracting additionally folks who really are just, I'm a first-gen student, I've, I've never, I've never, my family's never done this before. So you're really reaching out to multiple populations with this, right? We have students who maybe have some ADHD or who's just a little bit nervous about starting school. Uh, Maybe there's some different types of learning disabilities and they wanna get a head start. And so it is first generation, it's underrepresented students, but then we welcome any student that is really wanting to get this head start, which Mm -hmm. has been great because it brings all these students together from different backgrounds to learn from each other. They're living in the the, the residence halls, right? Uh, They're eating in the dining halls, right? Uh, And I saw them walking everywhere on campus. So you really, uh, when, when this program ends, they really know how to get around and know what to expect on campus, right? Absolutely. Yeah. We like to say that this program is a holistic program. So we're not looking at the students as just stu- as students, but we also know there's someone's child, daughter, um, son, but we also are trying to teach them about transitioning academically, socially, and culturally. So we take them on a field trip. So we went to the Birmingham Civil Rights Museum last year. Mm-hmm. This year we're looking to go to the Atlanta Civil Rights Museum. Years past we've been to Muhammad Ali and the Louisville Slugger Museum. So we have exposed them to so many things. Some students in our program has, have never left the state. So it's just a great opportunity wow. for them to be able to learn so many things. And it's a short time frame, but they learn and they develop and then they continue to go back and think about that and use that and apply it in the semesters to come. So how do I how do I get my kid in this? How can I get in this? How do, how, how, what do I do? Um, so you first want to take care of the enrollment process. So that what that looks you, like. You got to come to MTSU, right? You have to come to MTSU. <laughs> so you, you're applying, you're accepted, and then you complete the application. So our application is online. Uh, access mtsu.edu backslash student success, um, and you can access both of our early arrival programs from there. Uh, complete the application, um, answer two questions about your interest in college, and that'll help us better create programming for the, the early arrival programs, um, but also get you signed up. There's a application deadline, May 1st, for Scholars Academy. Really one of the most amazing and very affordable ways to, to ensure student success I, I, I'm just so proud of what we've done to develop MTSU. 
as a leader in student success. And, and I really appreciate both of you coming on the show to share this good news. May 1st is a, my first deadline, right? First deadline, yes. So pay attention to that. Thank you both for being on Out of the Blue. Thank, Thank you. you. Thank you. And that does wrap up another edition of Out of the Blue. You can find more stories and videos about the campus 24 hours a day by visiting our website, mtsunews.com. And a reminder, go to mtsu.edu slash coronavirus for all the latest news and information on our preparations and responses regarding COVID-19. We also invite you to follow MTSU on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram for additional special content. I'm Andrew Ottman. Stay on course, and I hope you will always remain true blue.